Hey guys, on this podcast, I've mentioned two restaurants um, a lot. So Leaning Tower Pizza has been brought up a lot and talked about on this podcast, and they are donating a gift card for this month of April 1st. I will be giving away a gift card and the Birdhouse in Robbinsdale. They are also going to donate some gift cards and swag and April 1st of 2022, I will be doing a raffle drawing. In order to become a part of the raffle drawing, you have to be a member. So go ahead and check out my Patreon account and donate some money to me so I can continue sharing stories with you and get a chance to win gift cards to restaurants and also we have a lot of stuff from guests that are donating some music and some t-shirts and some swag and some gift cards to their business thank you guys for listening and supporting welcome to excelsior i'm brandon matthews with your host Brittany wexler am i doing it again okay <laughs> Hit record. Here okay. we go. Here we go. Hi. Here we go. Hi. <laughs> I'm here with Brandon Matthews. One T. Yeah. <laughs> Matthews is one T? Yeah. Okay. One T. One T Matthews. It's funny. It's a it's it an old funny. it's an old yeah. I like it's it. It's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it before. Yeah. And he also happens to be my brother in law, so yeah. Yes. <laughs> present. Yes, present. Here. <laughs> um, and you are an ultra runner. Is that what we call it? You, we were kind of talking about, is that like really the official title of what you do? Yeah. I, I would... The definition's different. It's yeah. anything past a marathon distance, which is the 20... You get past the 26. Yeah. Um, and that's considered an ultra. So it would be okay. like a 50K, which is like 32, is pretty much where in you know this the starting from that and it goes from that to 50 mile and then yeah. you got your 100k and then you got your 100 mile 250 500s i guess there's some 500 mile race in alaska now are you gonna do <laughs> it not, no i, would I wouldn't i would i mean i would totally do it but i mean but yeah no no not now what's your what's your goal like what where are you at right now like what is your furthest <clears throat> Right now, my furthest is 100. 100, okay. Yeah. And, and I'm signed up for a 200. Oh, you are? Okay. Mm-hmm. When is that? That's in August. Oh, cool. Where? Yeah. Bigfoot. Um, so that's basically going to happen in Washington. It's, it's, Whoa, where it's Bigfoot a, is. Yeah, right. It's like thick in the forest. So it's Mount St. Helens. And it's a. Whoa. Yeah, so it's a point to point, which means you start and then you run that distance, right, for a straight 200 miles. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly it curves and things but yeah um some some ultras can do loops you know like this one i'm doing coming up here it's loops so So you run in circles is that yeah it's it's like a 17 mile loop okay you know so it's some good distance but you're gonna have to do it six times oh wow okay so you kind of see the same thing yeah and that's the this one is the first loop i've ever that i've ever done i haven't done a loop before and yeah, I'll have to see how I feel about that because yeah. I love it. I mean, when there's, you know, new things to see and explore, it's good. But then you can also have a tactical advantage because I can set up camp, you know, so you come back around to your oh. car, 
you can, you know, I could use my car where, you know, when I'm traveling or something, you have to, you have to pre-pack everything, like, and know what you need, or I can just kind of, like, fill up my car and have clothes and all sorts of things that you, you wouldn't normally have if you're just doing drop bags, so... Don't you, do a lot of people have like partners that come like bring their bags and stuff where they are? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times, I mean, there's it's, it's interesting that way because a lot of people have crew. Some people have crew and pacers. Um, I I have not because <clears throat> I choose to do this, but it's just worked out this way. I just don't run. I don't really have. Um, a crew or a pacer that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been doing these pretty much solo, which is like a whole nother, it gives you a, a totally different gauge on the actual sport itself and what it does yeah. to you personally because it's just just you. And so there's a, I think there's a lot of benefits to having crew and pacers I've never so, had. So, okay, yeah. so when these people who do have a crew and pacers, yeah. um, first of all, I guess I don't know the difference between a crew and a pacer. Sure. Crew would be, you know, there's aid stations, mm-hmm. say, in a race. And the crew is able to come in at certain aid stations, and they can set up what you need. So they're kind of carrying, you know, carrying whatever you need. Um, they'll have your drink, your beverages. They're all ready for you to come in. Aww. So, you know, with trackers, you could see them. A pacer, on the other hand, could be crew, too. But they'll run with you. So when you're in, you know, I don't know, you're 70 miles in, it's 1.30 in the morning, you're delirious, but your buddy's there, you know, and you're just like, eye in their back or they're behind you and they kind of just push you forward. So you can like turn off your brain and just move forward. Wow. You know, it's it's a very interesting, you know, and with all the stuff I'm talking about, it's so specifically individualized, you know? It's like weird. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. guess so, I didn't even know that there's like a whole thing like that. Like oh, I just thought you just put your shoes on and start to go. Yeah, it's a whole I mean yeah. Wow. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's quite a bit to it, you know, nutrition um, especially hydration, yeah. nutrition, um, fitness, your and everybody will repeat this over and over again the race is 90 percent in your brain and wow. yeah you need to have <laughs> you gotta have your body where it needs to be yeah but you could if if your body's where it needs to be then you can convince your brain to just keep going yeah through pain through all sorts of things and we everybody talks about this and that's where all the learning and growth and all these things that you learn about yourself <laughs> come into play so i'm trying to get on my little man get down Oh, sorry. So, uh, what was I talking about? Um, yeah, we got interrupted by the cat trying to eat your <laughs> beef lo mein. <laughs> um, we're talking about, yeah. okay, so we were talking about um, the pacers and the crew mm-hmm. yeah. and kind of everything that goes into it in your brain. Yeah. Um, has to be there. And I think all of this, like, to have that backing is pretty amazing because, yeah. you know, it's like you have these safeguards. And knowing that you, you, if, if you ever take like a 50-mile race and you look at 50 miles, it seems overwhelming. Yeah. And then you quickly are like, well, I'm just going to go from aid station to aid station. And aid station to aid station is, you know, it could be three miles. It could be nine miles. Yeah. But then you're in your head. You're like, well, I'm only running this second. I'm running three miles this time. 
Yeah. You get a little bit of a break or you come in, you rehydrate or whatever, and then you have another little eight miles. Yeah. And so that's how I like to break it up and look at it like that. I don't look at the, the entirety of the race altogether because mm-hmm. sometimes that can be a little overwhelming, you know? If you're yeah. in a hundred and you just hit the 50 and you feel like, yeah, you know, there's all these different sensations it's that you go like, through. It's almost like playing a trick on your brain, like to get it through, is. like, we can do this little bit mm-hmm. at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And what was curious, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to do this podcast with Britt. And I'm like, it's so interesting because one of the things that I do in my mind as I'm running when it's just like in at night, when it's just like, you can't see anything, you can only mm-hmm. see yeah, I don't know, six feet in front of your face mm-hmm. and you're in the woods, it's really dark or, you know, and you have your headlamp on. I like do these, like, I ask myself questions like I'm doing a podcast. Oh, like, cool. how would I answer this? Like, I'll listen to oh. a podcast and I'm like, how do I, how would I answer that? Yeah. And it, you can just totally get lost and, and like, oh. it's, and if you go the other way though, if you can't find that cool calm, yeah, then it can, it can, you're, you can, it can shut you down fast and it brings in all the horrible things that you could possibly imagine because your brain is telling you like you're gonna die then you feel like you're you're painful and anxiety and you just want to stop you you can't it's like you you can't get your breath yeah and then once your breathing gets off um you might start having like gi problems and then it's like, then you can't eat per se. And then if you're drinking and you start like getting these anxieties and then you get, the, some people vomit, heat can do it a lot. Whoa. That's what really kills me. Um, and then you're just like, why am I doing this? And then you start yeah. questioning everything you do. And I haven't trained enough. What am I, am I crazy? Why am I, you know, it, yeah. it's all these things. Because at the end of the day, all this stuff is incredibly, mm-hmm. um, like I said again, this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it's very selfish to do ultra running and stuff because it takes so many people to understand what you're doing. Selfish. So you, yeah. So you can do what you want to do because the amount of time it takes to train, mm-hmm. the amount of time that you're asking people to like help you and understand oh, yeah. what you're trying to accomplish. When the first thing I think a lot of people are like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, which is fair and so like oh you're so crazy but it's just kind of like it's one of those things that you know why would somebody roll across the english channel right i mean it's it's amazing but like why would you do that and only that person that's attempting that would really understand and what you learn from it what you get from it and and all these beautiful things that come from it but like i said before sometimes you know i mean i did a 50 and I went into it, and I was feeling good, and I don't know what, it's just like, they're like, uh-uh, not today, yeah. not today, you know, and everything's off, your heart rate's off, and you can't keep anything down, and you keep pushing, and it's just like, you literally, physically are trying, like, come on, try to try to do more than a walk, and it's like, I'm, I guess this is it, I'm done, and then, and then you get home, you whine about it, you feel bad, you feel upset, you feel like you wasted money, yeah. you wasted, your wife and your kids time because you got to go do this thing you didn't complete it you yeah. feel horrible about it and then you're like I'm never doing this again and then <laughs> you know and then you get better and then you're out running again and you're like yeah, yeah I can't wait like uh, three weeks I got it you know yeah I got I got another run and you get so excited about it at least That's so cool. I do yeah, yeah. And, so. and it's good to have a good support too, because you have uh, yeah. a wife that supports you. Oh man, and, yeah, you, you can't know. you can't get it done. 
And what what I appreciate about it is that, you know, it's like it's very selfish. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of training. It's a lot of her accepting me. It's a lot of, you know, telling her, hey, I'm going to be fine. And then but and conceivably to have somebody be like, oh, I, I trust you 100 percent, you know, but then you have incidences like the 50 mile where you're breaking down and they don't want anything to happen to you because it's like an unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you don't have to Injury? be like. Yeah. Injuries. Um, I know about like, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> getting getting lost when you have like there's so much responsibility that I have outside of this. But yeah. but it's like legitimately in the last couple of years, it's what I mean, I live for it. And it's yeah. like somebody could pick up a guitar and they play it and it's just like wow you were you were born to play that guitar and you know it's like all of a sudden you find something that you you're like kind of you enjoy so much and then you're kind of proficient at it and yeah. and it's like well, is that my thing and you're like yeah. yeah so excited about your thing and it's all you want to do is do your thing and yeah um yeah and you just try to get that like when's the next when do i get that a dopamine thing when do i get yeah, the outside when do you know rush. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's like and you just like feed off that yeah. you know and then the people the community wow you know uh, i mean i've shared many many miles with people from all over the country mm-hmm. and it's like you're both locked in trying to accomplish this one thing you're both suffering in your own way mm-hmm. but you have this like kind of mutual connection and then when the race is over you know sometimes you'll see people and sometimes you won't you know but it's like for that moment you're both trying to do this thing and you're both feeling the same way and only that other person that is competing in that level knows it you know and And do you make friends while you do this or do you like do you ever like mm -hmm. chat with people and are you gonna be there buddy yeah slowly slowly but surely um, and it's taken me a long time. Most of my races I've done completely solo, and I but I've been lucky in, in some really challenging areas that I've grouped up with people kind of at night. People all know that when the darkness comes and stuff, it gets long, it can get tedious. People, you know, you can literally be running with your eyes closed, stuff like just all that kind of stuff. And so people like to, it's, it's nice, you know, especially yeah. if two people are... You know, hey, you want to run smiles together? You know, yeah. and, and it seems like it works out really nice. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Is it get? Does it ever get like scary? Do you ever run into anything that you're like suspicious? The world's like big in the forest, yeah. and it's dark, and then your mind can go all these places, but you get you just bring yourself back. And I just like when I was in the desert a month ago or two months ago, it was like. I mean, you're out there, yeah. you know, and, but what's so awesome is that you, you don't hear all those amazing things Yeah. normally, you know, you just, you just really tune into like a new environment and especially coming from Minnesota and I'm in yeah. Arizona, it's 80 degrees outside. Yeah. And then I'm, you know, there's, there's all of these sights and sounds that I'm not used to because we're, we're in the winter. Right. And so to like to have the birds and have the desert creatures and all this different, it's that just eerie amazing. like noise of the bird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't and, know, I feel like... <laughs> well, you know, and there's a lot... I did a race that I was going down this canal um, in Illinois, and you could just hear things moving in the water. <laughs> you know, oh my And so they're running past you. You can yeah. hear them dart back into the water. You're like, what is that? Oh but it, but it's it's kind of a cool thing because it just keeps you... It, it, it keeps you alert. Yeah. You know? It keeps you alert, and you just keep moving forward. And so Easy. I don't really try to, you know 
but yeah. there's those thoughts come in your mind every once in a while you're like well if something happened to me right yeah. here right now yeah that might be sticky yeah <laughs> you know, like, because, yeah, we definitely have our own like uh jungle in the city in the suburbs where yeah. there's like not a lot of animal threats because we're a bigger mm-hmm. yeah you know as a group but then when you're alone it's it's just you it's kind of scary the thought of like mm-hmm. okay what could happen <laughs> yeah i haven't the like i've I haven't encountered anything like like a bear or anything, especially no, being mm, Minnesota no. and stuff. No, nah, you. I mean, you could potentially see that in Washington. You know, um, yeah. You know, you don't want to run into any kind of big cats mm. or anything that are out there. And I, I mean, but I just haven't had that experience. And yeah. like everything was, <laughs> you know, it was still eighty degrees in Arizona, but it was still there spring and so like the rattlesnakes aren't really awake yeah. yet and you know so you don't have to you know you don't worry about that yeah. what about is there any stories that you hear from other people that are something where they run into an animal and it gets dangerous or only only some podcasts that i've listened oh, okay. to you know <laughs> about you know individuals that had you know oh it's like there's mama bear and they stop and it's like you know they're crossing and you don't ever want to cross a mom right. with their cub it, you know um coming across moose but that's none of none of my experience okay. you know i i've had and i think the the biggest encounter i had is i had like a a pregnant mother or she just had laid some eggs and it was like a ground fowl and it was like running behind the trail after me because i i must have ran past its nest or something but i was like i was like hey and it just was very you know aggressive like a goose how like they come after you (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that's Ah, good thing you know how to run (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't running very fast oh gosh yeah yeah, no it was just a little guy little guy oh that's funny there's this little guy like hey (laughs) he's just yeah (laughs) and like we, we thought it was funny because i was like yeah you know and we get into aid stations and people were talking about it because so this this bird had been yeah. chasing down a bunch that, of folks. I bet know? that bird feels very confident. Like, yeah. Back, like, yeah, and stay out. Like, so run away. Everyone that, ran away yeah. from me. It's that <laughs> like, mom strength. Yeah, like, I got this. Even yeah. though, like, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's good. No, um... Are you on? Are you on like a board, like a like a runner's board, or? Yeah, I was, but it it didn't work out. Mm, okay. um, it's not that it didn't work out. I think that it it's. I'm still absolutely a member of the Upper Midwest Trail Runners. They oh, okay. are absolutely fantastic, you know. And that was we were t- kind of talking about. In other words, like community and meeting people. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I want to do this, and I want, you know, I was just jumping headlong in the middle of COVID. Mm-hmm into you know the situation where we were kind of you know the, the communication and i mean i just wanted to run and meet people and mm-hmm. i don't know if if you know i was like i'll be better suited i just want to volunteer and run yeah and maybe after i have more experience or i you know, it's there wasn't a lot of getting together during that time mm-hmm. and so but it's just an absolutely phenomenal way to like meet people and participate in their trail series. Yeah. And I highly recommend that if anybody, I mean, it's, it's such an awesome informational resource and they, yeah. and they hold events. So like with Minnesota, Upper Midwest Trail Runners, Rocksteady Running, these are the ones they'll just, you'll get a great community. And it, you know, if you just signed up for the races involved that, that they host, 
you're going to be perfect. And people have been doing these for years, yeah. you know, and, and so there's, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. And how long have you been doing it? Let's see. I started, let's see, I got back into running like 2019. I think so. I ran all the time, like when before I got logged in. Before I went to go work, mm-hmm. um, when when Stacy and I were living on Nicollet, I st- I really was running then, oh, and then okay. I got then I got full time job, and it's like I just like stopped running altogether. Oh, okay. When we moved, when I moved, I just like stopped running. Were you into running like younger then too? Like yeah, yeah. I I ran track, but not like head. It was, it was never. I never, I mean, I lifted some weights, yeah. but it was just like something I did. Yeah, and, it wasn't and like we you had, weren't super into it like you are well, now. Yeah. I was, oh. but not in like, I'm going to, like, we just, I, I felt like we had, you know, we had done really well in competition. We had yeah. done some state stuff, but it it was just like, this is what we do. We just run really fast. And I didn't, I wasn't like. You know, I'm gonna run in college. I'm gonna do this. Like, I mean, you know, it, yeah. it was nothing like that. Yeah. You know, and and I, it was kind of like show up and do it. And, yeah. And then when competitions came, just like do the best you can. And but we just happened to have a really good team, so we really succeeded. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was clearly teams that next level. Yeah. You know? And then you're like, oh, okay, like. I'm not. I'm not fast. Like, yeah. Like they're fast. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. It was like Olympics. Like yeah. the fat. Oh my gosh, they yeah. run so fast. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, cause, so I guess track in high school is kind of like speed, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is speed right now. What is what is the main goal for you as a runner? It's such. It's it's become for me with running. It's just become like a balance of like a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds so whatever it is, but for me, it's it's done everything and more that I could possibly want to put me mentally and physically in the right direction of where mm-hmm. I need to be to get my shit together. Whatever that is, it keeps yeah. me focused. Yeah, it keeps me doing what I need to do, mm-hmm. and I love having the fact that I know I have to do this this month and then the next month and the next month and I have to undergo because if you if you step out and you're gonna go do this race and you're not prepared it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a nightmare yeah you know and so you have to keep yourself at a certain level and I found that that works for me I love being like you know it's like the end of the season or whatever it's November and then like you just like have fun with like gorge on food and you know yeah. all the way through the holidays and stuff and then you got to get you know then you got to run again yeah and then you got to get back to it and yeah. like watch what you're doing and you know it's it's like it's a good process for me I think oh, you know it sounds like so so much um so many moving parts like you gotta yeah eat right how do you how do you learn all that well it's like you know you you really it's like you pick up any kind of like you're like oh okay well this this health and fitness guy is great yeah. let, me, let me look at this david goggins let me look at this cam dude oh, let yeah. me look david at goggins is a good one i yeah i listen to him yeah you totally and you and you kind of figure out you know what you know it was like intermittent what's intermittent fasting now everybody knows what yeah. it is but it was like four years ago I mean probably there was a ton of people that knew about it I didn't know about it yeah. and so like I directed like is this is this good for me 
you know, what works for me? Is it high fat, low carb? Is it just carb load? Is it, you know, and it, and it yeah. switches from when I like, hey man, I'm going to run this, this marathon. It really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you're running longer distances, say 100K or 100 miles or t- you're, all that matters. Like, you know, and Interesting. so. Interesting. So, so yeah. your, your diet is based on like what runs you're about to do, like how long? Yeah, Sometimes. yeah, yeah. I would say because I wouldn't even if if I was going to run a marathon, I wouldn't even think t- twice about it. It's just a, it's such a smaller duration of time right. that you know you, your glycogen stores and stuff. For me, anyways, that mm-hmm. they're 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 good for mm-hmm. that amount of time. Oh, okay. Where you know if you if you're if you're going on and you need this like consistent burn, it's very important that you you utilize the right things. And the crazy thing is some people are like, I'm a total, you know, veggie runner. Yeah, and I've heard I'm those. a total carnivore. Um, you know, and it's like some of them just take a lot more work. You know. I they, mean, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um it'd be interesting to do like a test on like like study the carnivore runner and the oh. all veggie runner and just see what differences yeah. they have during the run and like hook them up and mm-hmm. just it's and, and that's what's curious is that like you a lot of the literature written it's really hard to study mm-hmm. ultra running because it would I guess it would entail you know a runner running you know a hundred miles and then constantly taking blood from them and all, you know so it, it doesn't yeah that doesn't sound <laughs> it, it doesn't I don't think I mean they're getting better on it it's becoming yeah. like this phenomenon you know mm. like I mean Everybody would say now that the 100 miler is the new marathon, you know, and that's why they just keep, you know, once because that's, it's that's a frightening thought for me. <laughs> yeah, I th- for someone who doesn't run. Yeah, but you know, and it's like somebody's like, oh, I can never. I'm like, you could easily do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's people that enjoy the whole, you know, the whole camaraderie. The actual speed of it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. It's the doing it. You'll, you'll find folks yeah. that will literally walk 100 miles. And you could literally walk that 100 miles, I, I mean, don't know, 30, 40 mile, 30, 40 hours, I guess, depending on what, yeah. if it was flat. You know, I mean, we have individuals that are running 100 miles mm-hmm. and they're doing it in <laughs> 10 hours or nine hours oh or something, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah, um, what is, so yeah. what are your numbers? Like, what is your. Is it go by mile run? Yeah, it, it, it all de- it all it all depends on what the elevation is. Oh sure. So if I was this one coming up, I think you do like over fifty thousand feet of like descend and ascend. You know, where something like the Hennepin that I ran mm-hmm. was completely a straight shot on packed rock. Yeah. That I mean, I think you know. So I did hundred miles in seventeen hours. I think. And that's lots of sub 24, but then you look at something that is like you go out to the Black Hills or you go to, you know, Hard Rock or Western states or any of these that have these altitudes, you know, or, you know, and these descents, you know, where you're doing a lot of time, like, you know, some of them you're like literally on your knees hiking up, you know, and your pole work and all sorts of things will same distance, but not 
not the same animal. Oh my gosh. You know, okay, so. so when you say like 17 hours, yeah. do you run straight through that then? You just run for yeah. 17 hours well, straight? Well, you come in and it's like, and that's that's another thing. Like this, the little tiny things that you learn, like yeah. about how to be time saving is you'd aid stations for me, they're the suck. They're like, because the they're suck. warm. Yeah, they're warm, they're friendly, they're like a party in the middle of your misery. It's a buffet. It's and you can sit down, you can get lost. I've seen people sit down and fall asleep. So you have to you have to know that like get done what you have to get done and then get out. You know, it all started like, well, I, I have fifteen minutes in an aid station. I look at that now and I'm like that's a what lot of time. You, yeah, and if you look at whatever, 50 miles, 100 miles, and if you sit at that aid station for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah. So, you know, I, in every you, you try to have a plan. Like, yeah. I know that I can run eight miles comfortably in an hour. Yeah. I don't need any water. Like, it gets to be 13, 14, I want water. But not to say that that's not a good hydration plan. But yeah. I'm saying you could do that. So you don't yeah. you don't need to stop at every aid station. If yeah. you don't need it, I tell you, just keep going, you know. Get out of there. So that's that's I, I kind of I think at Black Canyon, I did that a month or so ago and and I was I said it's like five minutes the longest because I had to I I've gotten into retaping my feet. So I tape my feet before I even get the blisters. And I was like, oh, why haven't I done this in the past? Like, you know, it's like yeah. things that's like, oh, I get these, gig- you know, if I'm wearing the wrong shoe, yeah, all these things. So, so I, many, oh my all gosh, preventative. so many things that go into yeah. this. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Snore. It's, no, it's so interesting, <laughs> yeah. not boring. It's like, so now I'm yeah. curious about shoes. Yeah. How do you do that? Do you do you get your feet measured at the shops? Like first no, or no, I I, f- I feel like I've gotten to a point where I kind of know what I want to do, but there's st- like, if you know, man, I just have to say one thing about fitness is that it is expensive as hell to be fit. <laughs> so you think that you know all you need is is a pair of shoes and some shorts and you're gone? That's <laughs> there is a different shoe. For every condition. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, I mean, and the thing is, is that do you need that? Do you need that shoe? Do you need that shoe that's for whatever reason that, you know, you know that you're going to be in muddy conditions, you know, you're going to be in sandy conditions, you know, you're going to be in flat, you know, you're going to be climbing, you know, is it going to be muddy? Is it going to be water? You want to keep because it's all like you have these Gore-Tex shoes, which are waterproof, Uh but at the same time, they could be hot. You know, uh, oh my gosh. so you go through all you got to have, and if and if your feet are gone, mm-hmm. you're you're basic. That's I think that's end of day. Once people will always 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 struggle through it. But yeah. I would, my thing is, is that I can run through a lot of pain, mm-hmm. but then there's some. I think that there's some foot discomfort yeah. that you could take to a level where it's like you can't even walk anymore, I guess. I, I've been so gifted. Like, I've had some really ugly feet, man, and some really bad blisters. And why I didn't start, like, doing preventative way before that. Yeah. Is, it's just, like, something that you're like, okay. Because you don't have you don't have an idea where that specific shoe might pinch blister, a little right? area. Yeah. You know? And so I've, yeah. So... 
Um, do you kind of yeah. go through the same shoes? Like, do you kind of? <laughs> it's funny. I was talking to my buddy Thaddeus about this, where you know, uh, before I went to Black Canyon, mm-hmm. I was like, "This is what this is going to be," and I'm, you're trying to decide before you're even on the course. That was nothing desert, but like you literally ran on golf balls for 62 miles. It's like literally. So it was just, you know, and then some places are ruts and, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So what is the shoe that does that? Like what, how can you protect yourself? Mm -hmm. Like if the, if you have too much of a stack, too much of a cushion, then your ankles are exposed. If you don't have a toe bump, you could, you, people just kick a rock. You lose toenails just all sorts of things so the shoe trying to find that perfect shoe that fits you because i have i have little feet (laughs) skinny so like nikes like really work and every time i'm like oh i gotta go for this trail shoe this one yeah number one i always try them and i just haven't found something for me Mm -hmm. that's better than like a pegasus but there's like they're they're innovating and so many companies are dumping so much of their money yeah into trail running because it's becoming like so 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 popular because road running is is, you know after time the impactfulness it's just harder and that's what got me out on the trail yeah is that i was like i'm doing all this i have all these these hurts but then i go off to the trails and i was like what am i doing this is like my my favorite thing well yeah it's cushy too right like it's better on your joints absolutely yeah 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 absolutely so you know and everybody and that's why you have finding that shoe that Mm -hmm. works for you Mm -hmm. you know it's weird how like you pick up a shoe and you're like oh this shoe but I'm like I can have two shoes and you hold them in your hand but when you're running in them you can tell which one's heavier it's so weird weird. and then sometimes you know you have them they make them so squishy yeah that you squish down into the dirt and then it's like and then it feels like you're sloshing you know so you gotta you got so it might be super light and like wow man I could I could walk up run up these hills for years and these things but then they're just like sloggy and so like i have you know and and the only way that you can figure that out is through the variance so and they all you know what works on the road doesn't (laughs) necessarily work on the trail at all you know so wow yeah do you ever do you ever do barefoot or do people do barefoot ever that was that was so huge there um there was a book that came out called Born to Run. Mm. I actually have it right there. Oh, but, yeah. And everybody, and then, like, the big thing about that was minimalist running. So that was probably in, was that, 20, 2006 or seven or somewhere yeah. around there. I used to no, run. No, was it that? No, no, wait. I used to run barefoot. Do you remember I came to visit you guys in Toronto and I ran around your <laughs> Toronto neighborhood in my bare feet? I love it. I mean, it, it's it feels the best. And I mm-hmm. think that, you know, they also have these new, they're not new, but the minimalist style, they have like sandals. Like I met a gentleman, he ran, he ran the whole hundred in these sandals that are made for running. They're minimalist sandals. They actually have really beautiful grip on the bottom of them and, but your feet are exposed on the top, but they're made for running. Interesting. And so during that time, everybody was like, you need to get, you know, the best way for you to run too much cushion. It's destroying your, you know, your gait and your performance and you got to get minimalist. But it ended up it if it works for the people it works for, it's fantastic. Yeah. But a lot of people jumped in. I jumped into it, too. Yeah. And it and, you know, it ended up beating up a lot of people more than it helped. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. But yeah. because from what you saw, there's a lot of science behind it. Mm-hmm. And there's like techniques to get into it. 
Um, I definitely tried it. And, you know, somebody that has a zero drop, you know, that great, all for them, you know. But there's something about if I'm gardening or you're walking, like, I want to be barefoot yeah. all the yeah. time. Like, outside, yeah. I love it. Like, if I just can not have shoes on, I would. So I wish I could, yeah. you know. Yeah, because I used, I think, yeah, I, I must have a bad memory. It's yeah. talking about this. I remember now that I was so into running barefoot. Yeah. Because I liked the momentum and the, like, caution and the way you can, like, kind of feel what you're doing. And then you yeah. can pick up speed the more calloused your feet get and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. And there's um, a whole science behind that. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's developing that and, mm-hmm. you know. But, but you know, it feels sh- dangerous, though. I I just be apprehensive for me to not because of, like, the trails, the mm-hmm. roots, the rocks, anything. Because the idea is to keep pushing yourself but not hurting yourself ever. Mm-hmm. Because then you're then you can't do it. Right, exactly. And, like, that's what I'm always so freaked that's, out about. That is my <laughs> biggest fear. Yeah, you know, it's for, and especially if you go through a severe foot yeah, it's, <laughs> damage, it it's like you never, like, it takes, it feels like your foot takes forever, forever, and it never, like, fully totally is ba- comes there. back. Yeah, it's never going to be, yeah, fully be back. And so, so. that's, and, and you notice, like, oh, like, oh my gosh, today I got up, and, like, it, everything feels and it great. it happens so fast, it's <laughs> yeah. one little Slip on a towel in your <laughs> in your house, you know anything? I mean, it's 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 anything like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and you just you know, but with injuries and stuff, you have to. Mm-hmm. There's like I think there's a fine line between, am I sore or am I injured? Yeah. Am I can I can I stretch this out and feel great and continue? To, I mean, it's like that mm-hmm. with so many sports, mm-hmm. jujitsu, MMA. It's all these things mm-hmm. that you work through, and then you're actually you know, tearing down your body to build it back up. Right. Right. Damaging it like good, good damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. It is, especially because I do physical therapy now and it is, it's in- interesting. It's like, does it hurt or it's like intolerable yeah. or does it, can you push through it? And it's almost like, it's, it's weird. Where do you find that fine line mm-hmm. of like, and when I when I first started going, it was interesting because I talked to a physical therapist. I went to yeah. physical therapist. I can figure out like, is this, am I am I damaged or mm-hmm. am I pulled or is something happening? Like, what is yeah. happening? And you know, and she's like, well, we can schedule you, and it's going to be like two months from now, and then we we could schedule you again for another like month out. I'm like, why? Like, yeah. why? She's like, well, it's marathon season. I'm like, what is oh. well, what does that mean? She's <laughs> like, because every you know. Every person comes out of the woodwork, decides that their life goal is going to be, I'm going to run this marathon or I'm going to run this 10 mile or whatever it is. And they go out and practice. But, you know, if anything hurts, they think that they're, you know, they think they're damaged or like then they should go see a doctor to, you know. And so a lot of that is, you know, I mean any physical therapist out there i don't know what i'm talking about yeah. but I'm, that's just, but you know what i mean and it's so like yeah like yeah. maybe like they're like oh i'm do you think that also they're not doing it right correctly like like stretching properly or pushing could, too hard or absolutely could totally be could mm-hmm. totally be that and and like the thing is is that like you look the further you dig into this stuff mm-hmm. you know it's like i just I just read some stuff where, you know, they're like, foam rolling is, don't do it. You know, it's, it's, it's 
crushing yeah. tissue and you Back know and don't ice and you know and it it, it just kind of ebbs and flows about what what is right and what is wrong yeah. but i mean there are some general rules right yeah that, like that you that you follow yeah and i don't know i know i always hear the knee thing the knees yeah that, i want to talk about that yeah. okay that's awesome that's yeah. like the okay when you say the knee <laughs> thing you know what i think of what People are like, why do you do that? You're going to destroy your yes, knees. Yes, that's what I mean. Every single person says <laughs> yeah. that. Or they'll, or, or, it, or they'll say, yeah, I was a runner, but, you know, my knees. You know, I got knees. <laughs> I got my, I my got knee knees. problem. And they're like, oh, you, you can, yeah, you might be able to do that now, but you're going to really regret that. I know. You're going to regret that. And I'm like, I hear yeah. that all the time. So. That's why I said the knee thing. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I assumed you know what I meant. So the totally. other thing, too, yeah. is when I, I was running – when COVID, like during the shutdown, I started trying to run. I don't know if you remember. You- I totally remember. Yeah. I was very excited for yeah, you. I think I, was, I just totally did a hot mic on you. That's Sorry. okay. I, um, <laughs> that was an excited. That was great. I was exci- uh, <laughs> I loved it. I'm like always yeah. excited when people jump on. So you know? I, I was running for a while and, um, I mean, I didn't really have much knee problems. I already have bad knees, but mm-hmm. nothing killed my knees more than jujitsu. Yeah. Like I now have like very bad knee problems yeah. from that. And that mm-hmm. I, um, I don't think running was as bad as it was doing. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, you know, it's that those explosive motions. I'm not saying that you can. I mean, there's people that get their knees redone all the time, right? Yeah, it's and, not that it's bad. And, yeah. and so, like, and but jujitsu, like the the amount of pressure, and you know, it's it. Your knees are going every I, I which watched, way. It's like almost you know? all it's you like, do. I feel like jujitsu yeah. is just like knee torture yeah like it's like let's contort your knees today yeah and honestly like even if i come in and i'm like trying not to like watch my knees they just grab them and like rip them like well that was (laughs) yeah that was good okay yep i tried yeah there's nothing you can do in there that's like not on your knees like that's bad i even went to a tournament and i was watching them i was like god i really want to do this i'm like but look at their knees (laughs) (laughs) and and you know like we're at a time too that there, there is so many like talking about how expensive it is to be healthy. There are mm-hmm. so many things you can do. Mm-hmm. Some of them work, some of them don't, man. Yeah. But even if you're if if you're paying for something that you conceive the placebo effect mm-hmm. can be so real. Yeah. You know, and I've just I get I've gotten nervous about knee stuff, but you know mm-hmm. it's it's always like. Get out of bed, and you're like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" And then it's like, all of a sudden, you get going on your day, and everything starts loosening up. It's like putting a little oil in them. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is a, so, a thing when you yeah. wake up. I guess as as I age, that when you wake up, mm-hmm. it's like when you feel stuff. Well, and yeah. I guess at the end of the night too is when I really feel it. Um, and this all stems back, like I ha- from you know my amazing, amazing daughter Scarlett. So her having CP, like, you know, Mm -hmm. right? I started, I got to this point where, oh, my knees hurt, all these things. And when it's, when you have your body not be, not in a, in a full line, just kind of like walking from A to B, Mm -hmm. when that becomes like every single footstep is a conscious thought of trying to place that foot. Mm -hmm. It really made me like, 
what do I, what do I have to complain about? Why am I not using everything I have to the best ability that I have? Mm-hmm. Being what I was, being lethargic, being lazy, and it affects everything else. I just looked and like, I mean, I'm perceiving like, I'm sure she would absolutely 100% love to go outside and just run as fast as she can across the yard. Mm-hmm. Right now, she can't do that. Yeah. And to me, I could get up and I could run everywhere. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Wasting this beautiful, like, ability. It's, you know, it. Yeah. it is what it is. And I'm not, yeah. you know, it's, it's just that I have it right here and I'm seeing it. And it makes me want to be so much better because, yeah. and I like, it's like I don't have any excuses. I need to be, you know, as fit and as like agile as I can with these young kids because yeah. I wasn't that at all. Yeah, it was hard to get moving and yeah. motivated because I didn't have the the right direction and. Yeah. Whatever that motivation is, I, it's like this is what's incredible. Like, how did you get into ultra running? And it's everybody's story is like, it's they're kind of the same, but mm-hmm. individually so fascinating. What drives them to get into it? Yeah, because there's there's I'm talking about brief seconds, like these brief seconds of enjoyment. These weird things that you could only get from some sort of like drug in the past or yeah. something, you know, these like these chemicals that live in your body mm-hmm. to open those up and you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And especially if you haven't felt those things in a long time. Yeah. You know, and and we know through like COVID and depression and where mm-hmm. everybody was going through, the struggles that we all have, mm-hmm. the huge struggles that I had in my brain as you get all mm-hmm. these things, and to find something that, you know, you, f- you find your purpose. And then when you execute it, and then you're actually finding success from it or something, you know, yeah. it's just like, it, and then I get, ex- I get like, I talk about it, yeah. you know, and it was like, oh my God, you know, I'm like, this makes me, it physically, mentally makes me so happy. Yeah. That I'm I tr- like, I don't know. It just like, it. The run that, is high. Absolutely. And, and, and with that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's. I wouldn't, you know, that is such a small part of it, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. But there's all these other things that, like, you'll you'll constantly hear, like, hey, man, I already did this. I did this hard thing already this morning. Nothing else is going to be that hard. I just yeah. ran 10 miles in the morning. Like, I'm up at 6. That yeah. was hard. I just ran. That was really hard. And all of a sudden, you have this, like, calm about you. Whoa. And that, for me, because I'm, like, literally, like, how many Red Bulls did you drink this morning? And that's how I always am. It's just like... You are, yeah. And to be calm for a second, to come in and have this this kind of feeling, it's, it's I'm like addicted to it, you know? And I definitely, you know, it's like I'll say, to stay, I'm glad I did that. Every single time I'm telling myself, you know, the worst time is the best time to go run for me. And every time you come back from it, yeah, you know, and whatever it takes, whatever your story is, or because, you know, I think that when we're when we're doing hard things, mm-hmm. everything else is a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and and you know, we <laughs> just the, the gratefulness. Yeah, I, I, you know, I I can't. I just I, I go on and on about it, but yeah. it's it's such a get. Like, you know, when they say. Well, 
can't get back time. You can't get back your health. Yeah. And then we do a lot of shit to destroy ourselves. Yeah. And what's crazy is I feel like we do a lot of shit to dest- we destroy ourselves yeah. to try to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but we want it to be really easy. Yeah. And that's what I sought out. The easy aspect. Mm-hmm. And I never felt as good as I do now. And it's all hard and it sucks. But... Because our brains are all lazy. I feel like, I mean, at least I feel lazy all the time, but you have to really push to, like, yourself. Yeah, and I think, well, our brains are always in protection mode. Because your brain's always going to tell you instantly, like, what are you doing? You're going to die. Yeah. It wants to tell you because it's protecting it. And, you know, and the science and you, that's why it's so cool to, like, when you you dive into things like this, when you start reading, you know, and somebody's like, you're going to, you know, your body can always go more always way more than your red line really mm-hmm. crazy so that's you know and, yeah. and and that's where you're like you know you get in this like oh my god i'm like, <laughs> i'm at 201 you know uh, all these things and but you can you can always go further and you can always bring it back and it's a and it's always been fascinating to me how you can feel so low yeah in a race and then so high all within mm-hmm. the same 50 miles and it just and, and if you can just always stick it out it's mm-hmm. always going to get better mm-hmm. that's the way i, I mean it yeah. just has except for one where you just totally you know when the wheels come off there's yeah. nothing you can do about it yeah <laughs> so, oh yeah. no yeah so crazy what yeah. about what about like cars are there any like Wow, this took a weird turn. That's okay. Uh, like, I like turns. Yeah, cars. Like I always feel like I see like car went through a runner line or something, or like uh, like went through a blocked area. Or, is there anything dangerous when you're doing a run like that, like in a city or? I think that city running is about. The, it's like mm-hmm. the absolute one hundred. Like like river got barfed on by a runner <laughs> at grandma's marathon <laughs> Wait, like an she ran, he was just standing there and it was like at the finish line and she just ran up to the side she's like Bruh! you know and river's like oh you know so like they are so organized so yeah. permitted so safe yeah okay good. there's That's good to know you know and in the on the trail mm-hmm. you know people people can die you know so yeah, that's scary uh and these are the things that you know if you have family members or whatever you don't you don't talk about certain mm-hmm. things but you know you look down if you're if you know and you know that you know like if you're in Arizona whatever it's if you if if you were to take a misstep or you know there's trails that if you go left you'll 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 fall and it won't it won't be good but that's that's not all of them yeah you know people have people have taken different you know messing around with hydration yeah can can get you quick you know kidneys can shut down livers drinking can shut too down. much not drinking enough yeah you can you can flush out your electrolytes yeah so you know but i you know uh if it i think that stuff happens when it's not available okay. and and you know there there is something to that kind of ultra brain mm-hmm. where you sometimes you just can't you're not thinking right I mean, oh. really, you go, people go into, like, a, almost a, a zombie-ish, like, you can see it in their face. The the, yeah. the lack of hydration, the lack of nutrition, yeah. you know, and you, and you physically have to, you know, like, I've been, 
we had extreme heat, mm-hmm. what we would call extreme heat. So like when I went to Arizona, it was negative 10 here. I got there and it was 75 and the, on the race day, it was 80 degrees with Ooh. full sun. Yeah, A lot of people traveled from around the country to go to that mm-hmm. race. A lot of people, hundreds of people and it. But you know, how am I going to get heat, heat acclimated? Right. You know, I don't know. There's all these different ways you could do it, but you just hope for the best. Some people, the hydration got to them, the heat got to them, and you can just see it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just, and so that, that stuff is real, yeah, you know? It's, it's scary. It's real. Yeah. Wow. Um, have you I, ever, have you ever gotten close to the edge of like a illness or like not hydrating? Yeah, or? I would say my, my fifth, going back, I did this Ice Age 50 last year, and I was coming off, like, I think I did quickly after a race before it. Mm-hmm. And my, you know, I do a lot of like, traveling to the races and you know like so for Duluth I'll get in my car at one in the morning and then race at six and then you're up for the 17 hours and then you drive home it's like stuff like that so it will you know you can't always like money and time you mm. can't <laughs> take all the time in the world yeah. to like I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna be in this hotel right. it's just expensive yeah, it's so expensive right. so if you want to do these races you got to do what you can and and I think I went into that just on unrecovered like mm-hmm. thinking i'm like oh oh this is only 50 it's only 10 oh, miles five yeah. times i'm it's just gonna run the second i'm just it's no an easy thing. course and it and, Done it, it. and it, yeah. and it literally destroyed me i walked i mean i and i only had four and a half or was it four and a half or six miles left to complete it oh my gosh and I got, and they pulled me on time. So that was the only they one did. I haven't finished. Oh yeah, gosh. and it was like I was walking it. I walked like, oh my I walked, gosh. I walked thirty something <laughs> miles. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, you gotta have uh, those days, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, I just got so caught up because it's if if I go to these events, which I'm so lucky to be able to do, because like Stacy and the kids and everything, you know, yeah. it's like it's, to be able to do it and not do it all the way through yeah crushes me it's, yeah. it's just like what did i just do yeah. i just wasted oh no i just you wasted all this you know it's like yeah and yeah. it's like people are like you learn the most from that yeah you do <laughs> you but do. man yeah, it you sucks you gotta you take that pain and use it yeah so, or like yeah. yeah and but hey at least yeah at least like mm-hmm. i uh, like it, i can't speak <laughs> yeah, yeah. um think about stacy's conversation like oh yeah he really blew it he wasted our time he left and he really blew that race <laughs> like can't you just say that you know what i mean like yeah. that's not gonna happen <laughs> like while like another mom's like oh well my husband didn't come home last night because he's out drinking i mean <laughs> yeah. he really blew it too <laughs> is funny well there's plenty of times that she could have said that but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but no i just think yeah. it's funny i don't think that she would ever think that but anyway, no i yeah. know but you know it's but it but it, you know it's it's a lot yeah you know for to be gone and have all that responsibility and And you know and the the crazy thing is is that it's like oh you're having you know it's like you're doing the thing that you absolutely love even though it's like it's, it's kind of torturous. Yeah, <laughs> right? It's like this weird... Yeah. Uh, it's weird. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think everything that we do with a passion, mm-hmm. um, there's always hard times and takes... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a... I, I feel like, I don't know, anything, even just like me doing a podcast, it's like, God, what am I doing? I'm so tired. I yeah. don't want to edit. I don't want to do all this, but... 
it's a lot of work, but it's like the finished product and like yeah. they, I think, you know, if podcasting seems so interesting to me just for the conversation mm-hmm. with and I was like, you know, I'm like all I do is, if you've ever known me, is pretty yeah. much all I do is talk and yeah. show up. <laughs> but I was like, how would I do on a podcast? Oh Am I just gonna just freeze up and not be able to have any like you know because i would oh, yeah. just be perfect yeah because lately i've always done sales or been around people bartending whatever right and i've and i've never had a problem sparking up conversations and doing that yeah but it was like with covid yeah. i stopped talking to all these humans and yeah. and i stopped talking to adults and i found myself like especially sitting down i think i'm more comfortable with you yeah you know but like i've been you know meeting up with people and then just kind of like having a point and then i just kind of like drift off because you? i'm total oh yeah what? yeah yeah i'm not and then i'm like Whoa. okay wait wait you know they'll ask they'll ask me this question and i've and i've gone through such a mental and physical change yeah. and like this i don't know this wellness midlife crisis type thing you know yeah. so i'm like Oh, you want to know that question? Yeah. And then it's like this some big thing, and I and yeah. I end up going off on a tangent. Nobody even knows what the hell I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about, and they're just looking at me, and I'm like, oh, that did not go well. <laughs> and I mean, it was like it's been like three or four times that I've done that where I didn't communicate very well, and I really needed to. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I know you can go off topic, right? Hold on, I'm gonna yeah. pause and take it. You know. Zach, I mean, during that time, they were all, like, techno DJs and shit, you know? And so Zach has moved on to, like, he is, like, one of the world's biggest fucking techno DJs. So he lives, he moved to Munich. Like, he lives in Germany and throws. So have you ever heard of Devious One? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Zach, so when when we lived up there. Yeah. It was cool because we would open it up. Yeah. And so we had, Zach was in there. You had, and then we rented a studio. Like, so where I lived, it was so big that we rented it to smaller house and techno DJs. So we constantly had parties, but then there was artists. Like I was in photography and doing art. And then you'd have the painters and then you would have all the installation people. And so it was just constantly, like there would just be something going on and you just walk down the hall, walk in. And there, I mean, because we all live there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like to that vibe, mm-hmm. it was just like art and music and it just went on fucking forever. I and love so that. I met, you know, and it was just always, you know, downstairs. It was like, you know, these, these are all old school dudes, but yeah. I mean, like Minneapolis musicians that were on the jazz scene. Like, so my, my, my neighbor next to me was a sax player oh, yeah. and we shared a bathroom together. And so, you know, it was, it was an odd place where you could get out your aggression or just like all of a sudden put on a record at yeah. three in the morning, like with a full system, Yeah, you know? So yeah, those That's cool times. Do more weird projects. Well, yeah. Speaking They're of so fun. Speaking of uh, weird projects, um, yeah. You do a lot of weird projects. Your house is really beautiful. Oh, um, thank you. You and Stacy's combination of art and um, everything. It's it looks great, and I have to lol sometimes because there are like like there's certain things like there's this painting here that like 
um, someone says, it's not done. I want to finish it. And you're like, no, no, no. Yeah. I think I was, okay, I think she's the one who's like, it has to be finished because she's like a painter and she's like, let's finish it. Yeah. And you are like, no, no, it's beautiful the way it is. Don't touch yeah. it. It's simple. It. It's minimal. Yeah. I, so I think that's funny, like seeing the two of you. And I think you had something here where you're, you're like, that's ugly. And she's like, I love it. And yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. Yeah. These are like, you know, that painting was reconstructed. And it was like, and she had all these test brush marks on the mm -hmm. top and I'm like I'll just put clouds on it so like, I just painted the clouds and you threw did? It. yeah yeah and then That's I just cool. threw it up I love like, that yeah I mean just ha having the color and you know I, I I was like oh man I'm such a stickler about stuff you know I was for whatever reason and yeah. I don't even know why it's yeah. like me and Stacy could butt heads about art you know and she hangs something up and I'm like well what is it why why would i think that that's a bad spot for that yeah like you know i'm like i just have to walk past it and, yeah. and then like i just start like loving it you know yeah. and like i mean that plant is absurd it's not gonna I, stay there but i love it but i know but it's like so absurd <laughs> it's so big i love that there it is it's great i mean they're totally meant for outside Your house but is so you know. cool because because it's yeah it's really it's it's got a lot of art and plants and yeah. I love that. Lots of green. Cause I need that's that in what my you, life. Yeah. You also are not only, um, you're like very into the things that you do. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get yeah. really into Ob it. You can, I don't think, right? yeah, it's Brandon, weird. I don't think that you can ever just do something casually. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. No. <laughs> so like the that's plants. So, that's so weird though. But it's, 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 it's mind numbing though, because it's like, if I could... I always wish that I could just find that one thing and like just like I'm so impressed by something yeah. that I can just do that thing do and they're thing. so and that's what they do mm -hmm. sit down it's like guitar for eight nine yeah. hours you know and like I'm like yes I love to rock <laughs> all I want to do is bypass the eight hours and just rock like <laughs> let, let's figure this like how are we gonna like do you a get from point A to B but not or sorry yeah like not learning all chords and progression like yeah. Forget that, man. No, I just want that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know that's how I feel. I want to get to the end. But it's like you have to. Yeah, you have you to do the steps. Have to do the steps. Yeah. And that. <laughs> so, but, um, I, 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 I would prefer almost to to. I love doing a lot of things mm -hmm. than maybe just doing one. I just yeah. I don't know. I dig it, and I could I could spend my time just filling so up my. Should we talk about your favorite hobby? Like all the things that you're really into. Let's. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll point some out. Okay. Um, rock climbing. I, yes. Yeah. And, and, but I haven't been doing it as much no, because of, of the running. running. Yeah. <laughs> but I did build a rock climbing you wall. You built a bouldering. Is it a bouldering wall or is it? A, you a, could call a, it a bouldering wall. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 just a rock wall yeah. in my, that I built in the garage. That's kind of, that, which is cool. My buddy, I have to, but my buddy Heezerick is, yeah. I have these creations and thank God he's a very understanding friend. He actually, yeah. you know, tells me what I can and can't do and puts everything into perspective. He's like, you know, you have to do like, you know, I'm just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, and he's, he's like, kind of like, okay, yeah, but yeah. hold on. Yeah. He's like, settle down. Yeah. But he, yeah. He's he's amazing. He's mm -hmm. known me since I was like That's thirteen hilarious. or so something. He knows so how he you know, are. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and he brought my uh, my my dreams to reality. Aww. So and and my daughter loves it every morning. Oh, the rock climbing every, wall. Every morning. She climbs it every morning. She climbs it every morning. She's assisted, but it's something that has to be done. And that was the whole 
you know, obviously when I'm trying to sell Stacy on, hey, I'm going to put a rock wall in the garage. And I'm like, Scarlett's going to, you know, yeah, right. You know, and she does. And she loves it. And hopefully this summer we're going to finish it up. for a while that she needs to get climbing. Absolutely. Oh, because she's like her upper body is incredibly yeah. strong. She is And, strong. you know, just the those types of pull, push, hold, it's all good. It's all good mm-hmm. for strength and mobility. Yeah. And I won't, you know, we're going to we're gonna improve on it this year. We got it, you know, it kind of was at the end of the fall last year that it got done so i mean the, the half the section you know yeah. it's still it still needs another section and i want to do all this other stuff but we'll have cool. to see some of the stuff i i can't do without the assistance of a real carpenter <laughs> which is my buddy mike <laughs> so i'm just like you know yeah. and he's been so awesome with it so he helped me get it there and yeah yeah so that's cool yeah that's, so that's really fun. cool i love that yeah um and then of course it's the obvious one if you're at his house plants I love plants. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I really like plants. And you even made a little garden at um, my parents' house. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> In the back back yeah. there. That and was so awesome. You just whipped it together real quick. You're like, oh, yeah, let's do this. It's like one of the – it's such a weird thing. It's like that was one of those things where I I feel like I, I – you know, it's like it just makes sense to me. Like yeah. a guy that can – or anybody yeah. that can rip apart an engine and put it back together. Yeah. Like, what the you know and then you yeah. just do it yeah and so that that's like one thing that i i just after you know i worked for one of the many jobs way back in you know, bartending i worked for heliotrope garden design cool. with steve's company and and he just that was where i just kind of it's like i was doing this thing that i absolutely loved yeah was taken care of really well but it's like no i gotta have this full-time thing you know yeah. i gotta do this you know yeah and it's like i've just i got more enjoyment out of you know, being in the soil and making things grow and, and cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So, yeah. I hope that I can do that someday. You can. I, I want to. I just, I move so much that it's hard uh, to, you yeah. know, take care of them. Well, you can always come over here and plant yeah, something and just like come over and water your plant. I know. I just want to come water a little plant. Yeah. Wash its little leaves off. Yeah. We, we got big plans this year of things. I'm trying to do all this pollinator stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like really into the flowers and cool. like helping everything around me. Oh, a yeah. little bit a little bit more you know it's it like goes we need... everywhere if you yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i i don't know anything about it but this is a funny story but i like to think that there's an apple orchard that's less than two miles away from us mm-hmm. and they have hives and bees will travel oh. you know within that kind of circle so i'm yeah. like maybe those bees come over to my flowers they go back and then we buy the honey that the bees make from my flowers yeah maybe who maybe. knows man or you know maybe you need a beehive I would love that, and I've looked yeah. into that. I don't know if it's not, you know, you got to be careful about yeah. that. I don't know if those neighbors would be happy. I don't know. And the thing is, is that they wouldn't bother anybody, but yeah. you have to be, yeah, like, even with animals and stuff, you know, if, if you had a fence, mm-hmm. you, could, you could do it. But, you know, a way that I'm going to kind of, instead of saying, like, I'm going to establish this hive, which is yeah. a big investment, mm-hmm. you know, you're living, you're dealing with a whole entire colony we have yeah. harsh winters it's like a it's a whole thing yeah but what you can do is you can go out and actually get bee houses where they're just they look like a house uh-huh. and they have little tubes in them and the bees will be able to just like beep, beep. and so there's a lot of solo bees out there that don't have a hive Aww, i think i'm saying like that me. right yeah <laughs> <laughs> just but you're still making honey that's yeah good. right i'm yeah. making honey yeah yeah <laughs> 
so it. you know it's like and they and like so if they're solo you give them a home and they literally will use that as their That's as their so mini cool. hive and the thing is is it's so good to set up something like that that's next to your flowers which then can be next to your fruit you know so i try to establish like this year we're going to do things simply but it's like we like our herbs we like to have like strawberries yeah and so if you set these things up together it's like they all kind of play together and help each other out you know so um but i don't cool i think that the awareness is like it's so detrimental and now they're even saying people are like hey you know the thing is that we got to understand is that we all like want to spray our lawns immediately and they're like but i had no idea they're like but Mm. until things start warming up and flowers are bloomed what do the bees eat the first things that come up are like dandelions Mm. and things so it's by eradicating them and we're just you know, but we're like, well, we don't need that. Mm. But you know, if poison is bad, if the bees die, we all die. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's true. It's I don't so know. true. It's these it's little true. things that we all got to be like, yeah. just that much more. But and when we don't have what we need, that's when we take notice. It's like you know, COVID. It's like whoever thought that we would need a roll of toilet paper so bad. <laughs> I mean, I just jump in the shower after. Right. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I use the carpet. Yeah, I use the. Car- Nally does. <laughs> She'll scoot around. If she's Nothing got better than a scoot. I know. Oh so, man. But yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, being outside is just like, please, let's get out. Let's yeah. get out and use. We have so much of this area outside that's on. I just want to kind of like mm-hmm. make it. I just love it being yeah. outside as much as possible. So. And bringing the plants inside too is nice too just having them in your home it's good for yeah health and oxygen i get i get yeah it's like you spend this whole this whole season like making them mature you know it's like that thing that elephant plant was i mean just tiny and then it's that it's huge and then so now i can take all of the smaller little ones and take them out and they can all be big you know and you just yeah and I just, I, it's hard for me to like get rid of something that is healthy. So I drained all this shit uh, inside. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. But it. It, it, it sat there and like it, it really likes it there. So cool. Yeah. I mean, you got a lot of window lights. You have a great. Yeah, but during the winter, lights. that's like it's starting Cold. to get lit okay. now. Oh. So it's pretty dark. But we did it. Oh, it did what it, it did needed well. to do. Yeah. So. It found a way to survive. I know. I oh. know. And like you just, you know, some things you just bring them outside bring them back in and like a lot of that stuff like i'm so stoked to give it away yeah you know because i i don't know those are like whatever i think i paid like 15 dollars yeah. for like a three leafs and now it's like i have multiples of them that i can just take off and give them to whoever wants them you know you don't have any plants little plant pieces available do you that jay plant are you can I buy it from you? Why would you buy it from me? I don't know. I want, I'll give well, you a bunch of those. Okay. Let's well, we'll, we'll we'll talk. I okay, have a bunch we'll of talk. different plants okay. I can give you, man. Okay. For sure. The thing is, is that you know what makes a plant? I think is like the pot, and you got it. Like if you have pots that you like, because oh. they fit with your space. Yeah. But that one, I just like it. I just did that one yesterday. So you can. You know, each plant that you pull out. Yeah. So I grow big pots, then transfer, pull one out, put in another pot, and then it makes. So I'll, I'll show you the conversions okay. of like what a year it's like here, and then it's like here. Cool. You know? yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. Fun. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. You stay busy. 
All right, should we, should we name another one? Sure. Chess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like chess. Yeah. But I'm so not good. But what? It's fun. No. You're not good. You used to have tournaments. Well, oh, yeah. At, at Honey. Yeah. Ginger Hop. Or Ginger Hop, yeah, sorry. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same, yeah. I guess. I mean, dude, that was just, that's like, yeah. It was, yeah. I, it was called the first, that was called Minneapolis Pawn and a Pint. It was like for us to get together. And it was like my regulars and my yeah. buddies, and we played chess and drank beer. It was yeah. like, what? What can we, Brandon? What can we do to involve more beer? Fun. I'm like, let's play chess yeah. and drink beer. So we did that, and then I brought that to. I think I renamed it in Milwaukee, but it wasn't until Iowa that I actually found another bar to actually host it. Yeah, and I hosted it. And I was just so busy traveling, it just didn't work. And then when I came home, I like yeah. changed it. Um, so it's out on that Facebook again. So it's, but people are, you know, they like it, you know? Do you, it's so, do you still play know. chess though? Oh, yeah. Because I mean, I'm looking around your house, you have chess boards everywhere. Yeah, I, I mean, and it's like like anything, it's like I like to collect them. I love yeah. the hand, I like handmade wooden pieces, you know, yeah. and like everything has a story. That set over there, you know, all the patina is worn off from the gentleman's fingers that played it for 50 years. Wow, and, I can see that from here. Mm-hmm. And the family, like, literally, I had to meet with them, and they wanted to know who was going to have these pieces. Aww. They gave me his whole library. Aww. So he was actually kind of, um, he was on the spectrum, mm-hmm. and so he lived in a facility, but he, you know, it's kind of like one of these renaissance, like, he was an incredible chess player yeah but and so that's what he did and he just studied chess and I actually got a print that he had at his bedside that's downstairs and so it's have you seen that print where it's like the queen the the queen is like standing up like this and then the king is all like no because the queen got him yeah Ah. so that was his piece and then all those books and so you know that's like a first print Bobby Fisher if you remember that kind of stuff you know it's just but it's fascinating to me and those ones I think that set was from 1894 is kind of what I did research on or something like right around there, 1901 or something. Whoa. So that was all like hand hand carved. So some of the pieces mm-hmm. are slightly tilted a little bit, Whoa. you know, so they were really that. Yeah. And those are, yeah, I love them. And then we actually have a grandmaster, Wesley Soul lives here. And, um, if, if anybody knows anything in the chess world, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he lives here and he is like, one of the the top grandmasters in the world like going up you know playing blitz and going Whoa. up against magnus carlson and yeah. and it was just so happened you know i'm always looking for pieces and then i met his sister and and she was telling me she's like you know she's like i'm i'm actually selling these pieces because they're my brother i'm like oh does your brother play and she's like yeah my brother's wesley soul i'm like wait what <laughs> so then yeah and he sold me that board which is a Stanton board, and he autographed it on what? the bottom. So it's kind of, you know, how do we, how do I equate this? It would be like a, a Tom Brady or something. Yeah, like all yeah, of a sudden yeah. I of own chess. And, uh, Yeah, and so it's like I get, I have his practice pieces that he used in several tournaments. When wow. He, you know, all that. I mean, it's just such geeky That's geeky. Shit. But, but I, I, I love the craftsmanship. I like how they look, and I, and I think that chess is, it's something that's it's very hard it's an endless endless practice yeah and you know it's anybody can do it and it doesn't matter how old you are you know what i mean you could yeah you know oh, so yeah. i could i can do it and that's mm-hmm. and i'm just 
trying to get my son prepped yeah. so that he can play. I mean, he's he gonna plays whoop with me. you, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, and he's gonna. But man, once he he's gets so smart. Yeah, but he he you know it's, it's like how are you gonna compete with video games? Uh, you know uh, what I mean? How amazing they are! You know, yeah. it's like uh, Breath of the Wild, this Link thing versus uh, playing um, chess with Dad. Yeah, right. I'm sure he'll <laughs> get know? into it, but more. But um, so River, let's talk about River. Let's son. talk about him. Um, yeah. yeah. So he, Stacy, texted me and said River just got the word of the day like right away, and I the wordle, the wordle word right away. And I was like in bed when I got this text message, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go do it. I'm gonna go solve it. And yeah. I, I honestly couldn't figure it out. Like I gave up because I was, I don't know if it's because I mm-hmm. was so tired at the moment, but you know, like just yeah. what it, it was a simple word. I think the word was ahead, but I just like couldn't get it. And he got it second try. And mm-hmm. I'm like, he, how old is he? How old is he? I think he's. 39 now <laughs> right around feels seven. that way he's is he 39 or something yeah it's crazy um well we've talked about him enough we need to get back to me now <laughs> no i'm just kidding but i have a funny story about that wordle yes and he's amazing with wordle yeah. and he literally downloaded wordle on his school ipad to play wordle oh my gosh and this is not i mean like to me it's like ah it's like well it's no different than doing crossword puzzle but you're sure. so fascinated by like i would have had no interest whatsoever in trying to figure out a word so i'm glad he loves that kind I of stuff i can't believe it's how so, good he is at it's, it it's it's fun that he's that he's into that i know it makes me feel so dumb i'm like oh my gosh here's a here's a really quick wordle story for you okay and it and it ties in ultra running Oh. Check it out. I do wordle every morning. Yeah. I always start, my word I start with is ultra. Oh. Didn't play one morning, didn't play because I was racing in the Black Canyon. Ultra that day was the word. Stop. Right? What? How tough is that? That's so weird. That is, that that, is so weird. That's, that's, that's my life in a nutshell that's with that how, story. That's... <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Yeah, and so now I can't use ultra anymore because it's it's already it's never gonna it's never gonna come up as the word. Yeah. Even though I think ultra is a strong word. It's a strong word to start with too. I think you it can is. really figure out some media stuff after is a good that. one. I think. Yeah. But I mean, it's all personal. Me and Stacy, like, what was the one that they voted as being the number one? It was like thorough or something. I, I can't re- recall, but but they were like, this is the number one. And did you know that with Wordle that like Saint Paul. It has the lowest um, people in St. Paul get it the fastest, like with the low with the with the least amount of columns. And Norway gets has the best percentage of getting it right. But St. Paul is number one in the country for actually getting it the fastest. St. Paul. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And how they know this, I don't know, but they know this. Phones have. Tracking they know devices. Yeah, yeah, I know it's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the things we're talking about right now. I'm going to turn on my phone, and all these advertisements are going to come up for it because everything is listening. My so. phone was going off <laughs> in the middle of the night mm-hmm. last night, and I looked over. It was like two in the morning. I look over, and it was like, like someone, like a fingerprint does not match fingerprint, and I was like, okay, yeah, 
Who's the, is it the Russians? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Everything oh, is the Russians. Is it the Russians? Um, but yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, back so, to River. But He's no, amazing. I really do think that the um, that Minnesota is very well educated mm-hmm. compared to the rest of the country. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just I think it is. I th- I don't know. I hear that. I think yeah. that people are well educated. I think we're pretty lucky as a community in Minnesota I for as so. how we take care of our people and stuff. You know. Yeah. We've I've ran around the country a little bit, and it's it's not the same from state to state. Like yeah. how we how we take care of folks and stuff. And I I think we do an amazing job here. We have a lot of great, you know, services that I mean are I think I that's I have no problem paying taxes or anything here you know right. because it's it it really gets utilized i think really well and so you know that's good i did just do a photo shoot with a with a girl the other day and she lived um her mother was a traveling nurse and she lived in 28 states <sighs> fun could you no, imagine kind of, yeah. i mean i mean it, not the moving up like being a child that's not as fun i don't know yeah. maybe i don't know yeah it's got to be hard but maybe yeah. a good hard like everything but she she ended up back in minnesota that mm-hmm. she liked it here the best so you know so that says a lot i think absolutely yeah. and it's like you don't know what you have until you, you know until you leave it and you always you're running someplace else and it was mm-hmm. it's crazy it's, yeah you know and i think you know it's like we always live in different parts of our states and as we get older we have different experiences yeah. in the state but I don't know. I've been around a lot of places, and man, this—it's—it's a gem here. Yeah, I do like it, and I I kind of like the winters. It's—it's fun to. Yeah. You know, I feel stronger out going through it, and also it's kind of like breaks up the year. It does. Seasons are great. Yeah. Yeah. You get to feel stuff like the yeah. cold, and you get to like do stuff in the cold, and then it pushes you, and yeah. and then you get the heat where it's just so hot, and you're like, I'm gonna do nothing today. Yeah, you get all the vibes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it's like crazy if you haven't visited. You know, it's like do you think I don't know. I think the the it's like everything else. They think that we never thaw out, but yet it yeah. gets into the. And I, I want to keep high hundreds and hundred percent humidity. Yeah, I like <laughs> that it's not like crazy. I don't know, maybe it is overpopulated, but it's not crazy overpopulated, like you know, mm-hmm. California, New York, whatever stuff like yeah. that. And so, like mm-hmm. when the Super Bowl was here, I kind of was secretly like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's fucking cold, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was really cold it that was. we can like. So I, I'm glad that like the people who visit, like I'm never going back. I'm like, yeah, don't come back. Yeah, <laughs> don't <okay>. do it. <laughs> so kind of lucky right. that Keep that on. was a cold weekend for them. <laughs> slows your blood down you live longer here it is i feel like we do live longer right it's like the wim hof method minnesota exactly (laughs) well we're just and i think that's a cool thing too that we all like to kind of the winter does something to us where we all got to get out yeah you know it's like whatever you're doing you get outside and that's you see a lot of Minnesotans yeah, out doing their thing, too. you we know, get like real low lows, and then that sun comes yeah, out, yeah, and you're boom. just like beaming. You're like driving, yeah. like fast, and your windows yeah. are down, and you're just like got a high. <laughs> I know here it's like it it's like so forty high. degrees, and everybody's like in shorts already. I know, like ready to roll. I like, call it go. the sun high. <laughs> like it's like people coming out of their, it's like their manic depressive state. It's like the, now they're in their manic state because it's just like they're all high off the sun. I love yeah. it. <laughs> It's true, too. It like, is. if you see it how is. people interact, you're like, oh, my God, settle down, everybody. It, yeah. I, it definitely has a big control over how I feel. Oh, like yeah. The, God, Even, like, vitamin today. Vitamin D. Today, yeah. it's kind of dreary, but 
It is. It's it's a beautiful day, but it that's is. why I wear my yellows because I get sad. That's right. But um, okay, I think you know you have to pick up the kids. Yes, yeah, five too. So, uh, quick, oh my gosh, real, I can't believe it. Real quick, could you yes. um, thank you first of all for being on here? Thank you. Yeah, this, this was, was so, so fun. It was fun. <laughs> Jinx. Okay. Um, and then oh, we we didn't really talk about it, but your favorite food that we I chose was. It was beef lo mein. Yeah, beef lo mein, which I got to have it. I almost, I usually get chicken lo mein. Yeah. And so when I ordered it, I was like, I paused. I was like, wait, two beef lo mains. Because I wanted to eat beef lo mein. And it is better than chicken lo mein because yeah. it's got that grease. <laughs> it's just and the, it's just it's like just the, the best comfort food. Yeah. It's just I didn't know what amazing. I was missing out. The chicken is yeah. good, but it doesn't have that like, ugh, yeah. grease. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just such it's a good pretty food. good so yeah. um thank you and then thank you you have just gotten a mind bullet to the brain thank you for joining us at excelsior oh boy oh boy bang bang this was this was great excelsior excelsior